Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday, we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your problem. That means it is a good problem. Not a good problem. I guess that's not the right word. It it is a valid issue. All issues are valid. That's what, I'm going to make a t-shirt. All issues are valid because in the lounge, no one can turn to you and go, wait a minute, my Grammy's sick. No, nobody's Grammy's sick. Your problems, your time, your complaints, my guests and I will complain with you. And if you're new here, that's what we do. We complain. Okay. That's all, that's all you got to know. You write your emails, we take your complaints, and we sing a duet of douchedom not to be seen anywhere else in the world. And how do you send in your complaint? Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your complaint, title it Luxury Lounge, because we have two shows here, okay? We have Jtrain Podcast and we have the Luxury Lounge. Jtrain Podcast is a general advice podcast. If you want to be a part of that podcast, just send in your advice question, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to complain in the lounge, you want to get entrance into the lounge, title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about, like a little Luxury Lounge dash, ba-da-da-da. You know, and, but I, I don't know how to explain it better than ba-da-da-da, but that's how I'll explain it. So this first one's called Luxury Lounge. My mom is too social. There we go. And we're off. So Luxury Lounge, J-Train, J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send it. In addition... I want to thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you because this is a user-driven operation. I don't got a billboard. I don't got a bus poster. I don't got a commercial. Nope. I got you. I got you and your big fat mouth telling your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. So you can watch on YouTube. Now, loving YouTube, loving seeing the comments. The comments on YouTube make me feel so good okay get subscribed to the youtube channel because i got all the behind the scenes from the ted talk i did in reno it's five parts it's gonna be five parts at the uh, yeah so at this point on the 30th when this is coming out there's five like kardashian style behind the scenes vlogs and they're I was wondering how they'd be received. People, I mean, I guess I only hear from love and hate. You very rarely hear from the indifferent. I'm hoping people aren't indifferent to it, but the people that love it really make me feel good. So go on YouTube, check it out, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. And I'm on the road. People, this is all just to get you to the show. I I do these shows. You guys listen, come to the shows. I'm there to do stand-up. It's a fun time. If you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Springfield, Missouri, Austin, Texas for a live you up. The live you ups are a blast. Totally different show than a stand-up show. Providence, Rhode Island, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Chicago, Illinois for you up live, New York City for you up live, Dayton, Brooklyn. I'm doing a show at the Coney Island Amphitheater, and it's the Chosen Comedy Festival. Bunch of Jews telling jokes. It's going to be great. It's going to be like you're in the Catskills. Um, so we're going to be in Irvine, California. I'm coming back to Irvine for a full weekend. Washington, D.C. and Albany, New York. So if you, you know, I always encourage you to bring a friend because I'm not, I'm not like, I'm a broad comedian. Broad shoulders, broad ideas. That's right. That's my next t-shirt. Broad shoulders, broad <laughs> ideas. Jared Fried. It's kind of a douchey shirt. It, it, that would be very Gary V of me. Broad shoulders, broad ideas. JaredFried.com. slogan for Pittsburgh. That's right. Because all the tech's moving there. Sorry, I shouldn't have jumped in. Is this... Is, for Pittsburgh? Because the tech's moving there. Pit, oh, Chicago's the land of broad shoulders. I'm already fucking this Is up. that what it is? But yeah. Pittsburgh's an iron city. Yeah, something like that. Iron city. Iron ideas. I don't know. That doesn't work as well. <laughs> Let's get to today's guest. Yes. Uh, hilarious comic. He... It's his first time in the lounge. Uh, Michael Rowland, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me in the lounge. It's great to have you. It's great to be here. Are excited to complain? I think you're going to be good at this. I think you're going to have... Really? Yeah. I, 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 okay. I, listen, I match people with the show. I, I think you're going to be a, a good complainer. I think you'll... 
be good at empathizing with the listenership. Yes, yes. You've been on the show. You were on J Train, but it was a live show. I way was a much younger when. man too. Yeah, I think you I, weren't in New York. Yet. I wasn't yet, and I felt like I walked away from that. Like, woof! I really whiffed that for no, sure. No, you didn't. I, <laughs> I did. For you sure. did a great job. It, it, you know, I just had Maddie Weiner on. Oh, she's so funny. She's so funny. She's so good. But it was like you and Maddie Weiner. I met like in these weird like. I was like, I need someone. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, young guy in Atlanta. Right. Bring him on. And I go, yeah. let's do it. And then you're like, oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. It's going to be great. Right, right, so right. So you killed it. So everyone needs to go follow Michael at, he has the worst Instagram handle. <laughs> I, I told I him this, I told you this years six ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. it is, okay, let me read it for you. It's it's at Michael Rolando underscore O. Right. And my idea for it was it was Michael Roland and then like a face, like a little two eyes for the O. And then, looking at oh. it, I know what you were going for. <laughs> right? I'm looking at it going, I see, you know, it's like when someone paints something and then they show it to you, you go, ooh, that's good. And yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. don't you see the city? And you go, oh, oh yeah. you're going for a city. City, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for I sure. see the building. That, oh, that, that wasn't a stain from your coffee. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of attached to it. I don't know. I've also Dude. been going back and forth between being Michael and Mike. And I always don't know that with you. I know. I've always called you Michael because well, you introduce yourself as Michael, I, and it's on your Instagram. I know, but when I got with this fight, when I got passed at the cellar, Esty just started. Esty put me down as Mike Roland mm. and started booking me on everything as Mike Roland. So I was like, I guess I'm Mike <laughs> Roland now. I bought, a, how, I bought a domain. This is how stressful <laughs> the seller is. They'll give you a new name. I know. And you're just like, no, that's my name now. And now and I feel like, now I have the confidence. Seller, this is the comedy seller in New York. That, you know, I've, I've mentioned it many times on this podcast, but you know, Mike, Michael or Mike, whatever we're going to go by. I, I was trying to lean into Mike, but now I feel like I got away from myself a little bit. You know, I was in New York. I was mm. trying to get around and I'll be like, yeah, Mike now. And now I'm like, settle <laughs> down. New, new city, new me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, now I have the confidence, I think, to go to Esty and be like, hey, by, by the way, funny story. Uh, Why are you going to bring it up to her? I wouldn't bring it up to bring her. Bring it up to Liz? Yeah, I think Liz is the, yeah, is you're the, right. Liz Liz is the, the GM of the Liz is the, the one club. to go to. Yeah, and just be like, hey, I got a subtle switch for you. Yeah. going to go with Michael. Going to go I, with Michael. You don't present Michael. No, I present I, Mike? I don't think you present any of them. Oh. <laughs> I think you, you need a stage name. I think you... <laughs> what? Yeah. What would it be? I don't know. Uh, you know, smiley face. You know, uh, Rolando. I, I... People uh, told me I have the energy of a Spencer once. I see Spencer. Camp. I Fuck. see Spencer, and that's disappointing. I they understand. started calling me Spencer at this camp. That's a hilarious dig. That is the funniest <laughs> thing. Like, just if someone... Here's the thing about roasting. There's a lot to be made of roasting. Right. It's the subtle, yo, you look like a Spencer. And then you're like, I, I'm not a Spencer. And everyone's like, Spencer. Spencer. And, now, that's and that's how it works. Yeah. I, 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 it's my favorite type of thing. We had a guy in my fraternity. Um, <laughs> it's my fraternity. Everyone called him Kevin, but his name was like like Hamid. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> but he was like a part of the house. He yeah, yeah, the yeah. House, great, you know, a friend to all. And, just, and you know why? Because a woman, had a, his name is Hamid. Like yeah. you, you couldn't have a more, you know, Middle Eastern name. And he's in the fraternity. And I guess one night at a party, some woman goes, that's Kevin. And everyone was like, that's the funny, like, Dude. that is such a mix-up. It is the funniest thing anyone has ever heard. We, so then we all just went with Kevin. Was Kevin a hard partier? Was he from Saudi Arabia by chance? I don't remember. Okay, because I was in a fraternity. <laughs> we, and we, had some, we had some Saudi Arabians yeah. at our fraternity, and those dudes went so hard. Oh, really? They were fucking party animals, dude. And there was this one dude, Botter. Botter, I remember well. Botter was great. But he used to bring this, like, this tobacco from Saudi Arabia a called sheesh. Doha. Oh, okay. Doha. And it was like this super strong tobacco. And if you smoked it while you were drunk, it was like a brief psychedelic experience. It really? Was yeah, dude. They went, they were, they were nutty. Because I don't think you can drink in Saudi Arabia. So they, then they come here oh. and like join fraternities and just go I mean, nuts. They must have looked at a fraternity like, what the, the hell fuck? is this? Yeah. Women showing up, mm -hmm. beers everywhere. Well, listen, we're happy to have Michael Rolando. Michael Roland. See, it gets yeah. confusing. because it does. Also, here's the other thing. I know people by their Instagram handle more than I, I know do. Their I name. do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone go follow Michael. 
at Michael Roland O underscore O. Oh. But if you, I'll have it tagged on my whole shit. Um, let's get to the podcast. Oh, you have a podcast. The oh in, yeah. What's the podcast called? Uh, in the minivan. In the minivan. That's right. And what so what is the concept here? The concept of the the podcast is me and one of my oldest friends, Max Fine, who's mm-hmm. a comedian here in New York, but we went to high school together. And uh, we talk about our weeks, and then we jump into music we really love. Okay. And we'll play a few songs for each other and try to introduce songs to the to the audience and maybe take some of their suggestions and play them. And then we improvise scenes and we improvise songs on this loop machine. And Okay, it's, so... It's a lot. Go listen to the podcast before it gets taken down for all the licensing <laughs> issues. <laughs> we were trying to... We only play little clips of the songs, yeah. and then we found if you talk about the songs... Then there's like a loophole. We we actually didn't really look into it that hard, so it's all going to get <laughs> taken down. So before it's called in the min, in your in, in the a, minivan and you're in a minivan taping it. Is that the whole premise? No, we're were? In, we're in Max's apartment. When I was in high school, I had a minivan that you know we used to drive around Atlanta and, and like smoke weed and listen to music. Oh my god, Spencer in a minivan. Yep. Yeah, that's that was the that was a great me. dig. <laughs> Spencer pulling up with a minivan. It was a it was a minivan. Yeah, it was like purple. We bought it from one of the guys that worked at Waffle House, who I found out later is the CEO of Waffle House. We bought the minivan Come used on. from the CEO of Waffle House, a guy named Walt. Walt. And if you go to Waffle House, it's on the menu. It's very small, but it's called Walt Soup. And that's the man we got the minivan from. That's crazy. What's Walt's soup? Do you know? I've never had. It's just chicken noodle soup. Everybody I'm, knows Bird's Chili at Waffle House, but Walt's soup is also listen, there. There's a little nugget you can only get here in the luxury lounge. So everyone go follow uh, Michael Rowland. Everyone, let's go to my complaint. You ready? Yeah. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. You make this song. Listen, you sing on your podcast with we all have our hidden talents. This is great. We can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? No. Okay, my complaint this week is stop talking about... Uh, uh, this is my... my uh, people with children. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me about your children without teaching me what that means. How do you mean? For an example. Someone to the other day was like, oh, my two-year-old, they're like, they're being so... They're such a two-year-old. And I'm like, I don't know yeah. what two-year-old is different than five-year-old. I don't know if a two-year-old is reading, writing, arithmetic, is a five-year-old still in diapers. I, your, your single friends with no kids have no relation to whatever you're going through. Yeah, we don't know your developmental your stages. We have no idea what a two-year-old is, a 12-month-old, a 24-month-old, right. a seven-year-old. We have no idea. To me, it's baby, kid, adult. Or, you know, baby, kid, teenager, yes. adult. Yes. So that's how my brain works. And I'm not saying that this is right. I'm just saying relate to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents never relate to the audience. Like if I had an audience full of teenagers, I would know there are certain things I have to explain. If it's an audience full of old people and I'm talking about, uh, you know, FaceTime and they'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, you okay? If I had an audience full of grandparents i'm not like hey everybody you know the you know the the uh the, the you know the the amazon fire stick like i'd have to <laughs> explain yeah. where that's coming their from context. like they'll look at you and be like oh my two-year-old is just you know is, is really having a tough time with a pacifier i'll be like i i don't I'm I'm single and alone. I'm 37. Yeah. I have nothing. I'm a, the closest thing I have to a pacifier is like a paper straw that I'm sucking on. Or a titty, dude. That's right. Let's go. That's right. That's the only thing I have in common with your baby. <laughs> sucking titty. Let's talk about that. That's right. How's your baby doing with that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the, the, the complaint comes in. It's like when you get talked to about someone's kid, you just go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
knows what the fuck you're talking about. No. And I am sitting there feeling like a dumb fuck. And I'm like, and I am that guy going, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, I'm drinking milk. And I'm like, yeah, we're both drinking milk and milk <laughs> on the titty, right? And I'm like, you're the idiot. You you just feel like you're a child. Yeah. Because they're assuming you're adult enough to have this conversation. And right. it gets annoying. Do you have, I mean, do you have any nieces or nephews or anything no, like that? No, that's oh, the yeah. other thing. That's nope. because I am so far removed. Like my, I have a younger brother, both of us, no kids, yeah. no nothing. So we, it's not like I even have hearing from my brother. No, at two, they do this. And right. You know, I don't have any relation. I don't even think my parents know what the, you know, I think you no. grow out of it too. They, I think they just forget shit too. Yeah. I asked my parents about stuff I was doing as a kid all the time. And they're like, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we got through it. Yeah. You know, they, you, they, as soon as like you're done with baby things, I think you just want to forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it does sound hard and slightly miserable in that you do grow to resent your child a little bit in those developmental stages. Oh, my God. When when these parents look at me and they go, oh, I just haven't slept. You know the baby. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. My favorite is when you ha- you talk to a guy that just had a kid and you're like, so how's the baby? And you're, he's like, I don't know. I don't really, you know, <laughs> I don't really have to do a lot now. They were just born. So it's it's more on her. And I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds like she's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like things are going really good. I, I just have no relation to that spot of life. And yeah. it's like, I hate when someone like, if someone was like, if I was just like, yeah, I got spots tonight at the comedy club. And they were like, well, what does that mean? I, I wouldn't be like, well, you don't know my job? Yeah. I'd be like, no, I have to explain. There's a whole backstory. That's why it's annoying to like bring up what you do for work. You go, You have to... Bring someone in. You right, have to do right. a lot of backstory. People with kids never do a backstory. Mm-mm. Well, let's go to Michael's complaint. Oh, uh, my complaint. Hold on. It's the guest's turn to complain. <laughs> They're ready to he jump ready. in. I am. He was ready. I'm very ready. They've Almost got too ready. lots of problems too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, so this one is is weird. It involves. I I think my complaint is uh, women from Portland. Okay, the views expressed here on the luxury lounge are that of the guests <laughs> and are not. No, it <laughs> you was can't very just specific. Come out and go women, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I, I think it's it's the Portland, we have a Portland, Washington. Portland, Wash, Portland, Portland Oregon. Oregon. Sorry, Portland, that was Oregon. A big fuck up. But still, Shelby's hometown. Oh, really? Well, now this feels bad. His mom. <laughs> Shelby said, light her up. Yeah, Shelby's mom. You're speaking directly to Shelby's mom. I love Portland, Oregon. Don't get me wrong. And next time I come you know back, what? I want to sell all the tickets in the world. Don't let Michael Rowland. But I've the never, women of Portland, Oregon. I, I think I've never in been. In, no, no, no. I didn't know Rowland was such a you know misogynist. What? No, okay. It was, it was specifically this lady that I talked to at a bar the other night and we were just talking having a nice conversation and then out of nowhere boy i don't even know to go go oh boy howdy we, we we were talking and then she's like so how's things for you i was like you know i, I, I think i've been struggling a little bit lately with, with some stuff trying to work some stuff out she goes oh what ails you white man and i was oh, like my oh my <laughs> this is what this is the this is the gear we're gonna like fucking flop into. Was she a white woman? Yes, of course she was. Yeah, that's the most enraged. And then, it, 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 then I was like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. Thank God. Thank God. If you, she would have been escorted out of the lounge <laughs> because that's the, that that is the this is why the lounge was created. Yeah. Is that you know the idea that because you are a certain type or because you're you know the the idea and this is what happens when you know when victimhood gets commoditized right, which, right, which right. it has in a certain way like everyone knows like you can in victim in any sense of the word you know you have people out there they'll find a way to make themselves a different version of a thing so you know in if that's to be commoditized now you have people that you're like in, in some people's minds there are people who are allowed to complain yeah yeah, yeah. And people who are not allowed right, to complain right, right. it's like that's why the lounge was created we're all allowed to complain free. yeah it doesn't matter where you're from 
who, how much money you have or don't have or who you have in your life. You come in the lounge, you complain. The idea that you're having a nice conversation with a woman, were you attracted to her? I was initially. Well, now you're not. Yeah, I, I'd be out. And, but then she took a chance to like just get on her soapbox and be like, "Listen, I, I mean, she was like, tell me, tell me what your privilege has gotten you lately.'" And I was like, "Listen, I'm not here to, I'm not again. You well, know, I of so course you I know. opened up to this person. Yeah, you go, you yeah. Go, you go, they just, seem nice. I can trust them. <laughs> and you go, ah, you know, just having a tough time mentally lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. White man with and no problems. Like, like, mental health isn't an issue these days. And she's like, I get it. I'm a white lady, and you know what? My privilege gets me stuff all the time. And then she's like, you know what happened today? I got pulled over in my car. I had a bunch of plants in my car. She like runs a plant shop. She's like, I have all these plants in my car, and I got pulled over, and he gave me a warning. Cause so I see. I see my privilege, and I was just like, how did this become? How did, how did we get here? I thought we were going to have a nice conversation, yeah. maybe, yeah, open up a little bit. And then well, I was just also, like, oh, what geez. she's doing is she's letting you know, we both got it easy. We both have privileges. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. have more than me. Right, right. She's leveling. She's and then she was like, but no, 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 no. Let me tell you how I, and I was like, oh, okay. If we want to make this like a virtue signaling thing, obviously, yes, there's a certain amount of privilege, all this stuff. But it's like, is this what? what you want to make but it all this, about is right this is this how you have a conversation with yeah, every yeah, human being exactly. like, the, like the idea that this is and the 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 real you know the luxury issue too is you can't go hey this is a crazy way for two people to converse yeah 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 you know the idea that i don't know that there are other ills in the world or that people have it harder than me yeah yeah because i bring up my own personal issues is insane nutty and it's like it's not like you looked at some homeless person on the street and you're like, oh my God, I got it hard too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't do that. No. It wasn't a comparison. So to bring it there, it's like, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. And that, but that was just, I guess that confirmed for me because I'm from the Southeast. So I've always, I guess, perceived the Northwest. I've never been there, but it's just like, I don't know, very virtue signaling and like. Well, it's a personality trait. Yeah. It, you know, there are ways to not. You know, there's a way to imitate a personality, mm -hmm. you know, and in, imitate interesting. Yeah. Imitate op opinions. And it's like, she's coming in with, I got, here's a way where I've sounded, people have lit up at parties before. I've watched other people get a reaction out yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm going to repeat it to you in one-on-one -on -one because really there's no one else here to refute me. You can't refute her because you would sound like, whiny white guy right, right, who right. doesn't admit to it but you know there's the the thing is if you strip all context and nuance out of a situation the, you know that's why the internet is like the land of like whoever can be the most right wins yeah yeah exactly and she did kind of a version of that with you she did. i would be like hey it was great talking to you that was kind of yeah i listened to her talk a little more than i was like all right this has been lovely <laughs> lovely evening i'm gonna i think I'm well gonna that's how out. you know well it's almost like a test both ways like that's how you know you get it yeah like, yeah yeah. like to me i mean we're two white guys agreeing that you get it that you have privilege totally. but, uh, yeah like, i do feel weird about bringing this up i was I like know, oh boy I, we're just gonna dip our toe in this no but it's annoying it's like you opened up to this person and it's like anyone can find a way like if you are honest with someone and you're vulnerable, yeah, yeah, people can burst that balloon so real, quick, real easy. That's actually like be. I mean, that's like, I guess the the meaning of vulnerability is like you open, you gave yourself. You're like you took off your breastplate, yeah, and you're like, oh, I can take off this armor now, and I can show you the you know, the, <laughs> the things I'm going through. And she's like, boom, <laughs> you're like, fuck. <laughs> Oh. All right, well, I'm going to head home. <laughs> I, well, I did, I did this thing on TikTok where I was like the whole Short King thing going on. Right, right. So there's Short I think Short King is stupid. Okay. I think it is a it is people, it's low confidence people trying mm -hmm. to bring people to their low confidence level by poking at something they know is someone's issue yeah yeah yeah. i've never really had a high height complex but now even talking about it i sound like someone with a high complex right like, right, like right. even us talking about this right now so you're in a position of no win yeah with the short king and there was a you know basically the short king thing is women are saying that's my short king mm -hmm. be uh, trying to prop up someone who 
might not be proud, who hasn't been given credit sure. before. I it might guess. be insecure about. It might be insecure, height. but it, here's the thing: if it's fun, then it should work both ways. Like I can't do, you know, you my know, Amazonian you know, queen. Yeah, big old tit <laughs> spring. Yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't go. <laughs> I just don't think it would go as well. No, <laughs> like no. the joke wouldn't be fun. And, no, and. If you're, and then someone's like, yeah, I'm propping up my short kings. I was like, I hope you're fucking one. <laughs> you know, like, you know, that's a, that's the prop up that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, when, if you're not, and you're t saying it about your friend, you're kind of like pointing out something that they're not looking to yeah, point like, out. Oh, thanks. Thanks, I, I guess. guess. And then you can't disagree with it. Yeah. Because if you disagree with it, you go, hey. So I put out this TikTok where I was like, you know, it, and it was meant to be making fun of myself. Like I even said, I was like. Uh, the short king thing, it's a bad thing because it's so subjective. We need to know what the height is yeah. that separates short from at. And I was like, you got guys that are like five nine being like, wait, what the fuck? I'm average. So yeah. I said, how do I, how in a world like I would, I don't, aren't how you do average? I, aren't you like five ten? I'm five eight and a half. I always five, say five eight. Yeah. The average height is five nine. Yep. I undersell, over deliver. So I'm already like, I do at that the front, too. Yeah. I'm like five seven and one third. I'll be like five seven. Yeah. You know, you just give you, you shave it, shave I, it. I'll give you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a third of an inch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll let you play with with it let you do let that do to your mind whatever it does to your mind <laughs> i tried to write a right? joke about that that i'm doing on really? the apps yeah i go five seven because in my mind she's gonna come on the date and be like hold on says you're five seven but i have people all the time that go like it tricks people yeah if you go under i have people go no just like you you just said i'm five ten i'm like yeah no 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 and then i say it's under they go, oh you present i've never thought of you as short that's the thing so i'm saying how do I defend my av? Now I'm in a position to go short king. I'm like, no, I'm average. Yeah, I'm yeah, average. Yeah, so that was like a yeah, joke is that I'm yeah. yelling at someone that I'm average. Average prince. Leave me alone. Dude. <laughs> yes. So it's like, and then all these women come writing in and be like, no, you're short. And it's like, you're not even having fun with this fucking joke. Yeah. You know, you're not even, you saw me vulnerable with yelling I'm average. <laughs> and you're like, that's not enough. <laughs> Boom. And it's like, that's what this woman did to you. You're yeah, yeah. opening up to her and you go, oh, finally I can. I think sometimes women want to do a teasy thing with a guy. You know, mm -hmm. they like to like take shots, and I like I like to be teased. Sure, but I like in that way. I'm just like, ah, man, this is like this is your go to maneuver. Because well, if this is your go to maneuver, then I don't think we can like hang out because it's just going to be. It's just it's like when does suck. it end? Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. And here's the thing. You know, you being called um, what was the name you were given? Oh, Spencer. Spencer. Right. Spencer, being called Spencer when that's not your name, very male. Yeah. Very much dudes being like, you're fucking Spencer, dude. You don't see that a lot right. with female friend groups. There's much more like they, they hang out. Listen, they have great things in their own way. Like this yes. is, I wouldn't, I, listen, if I could have not the ball busting that I had to grow up with, maybe I'd be better off. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying there is a, we have a level of practice with you know, when do I give a hard shot? Right. When do I give a light shot? Sometimes you meet women, they're like, bam. And you're like, whoa, you came Yo, in yeah. fucking hard. Like, <laughs> this hurts. <You laughs> this hurt hurts. Me. Yeah. You <laughs> I'm going to act like you didn't hurt me, but you just hurt me a little bit right there. Let's get to the lounge. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. The J train is brought to you by factor. When the weather is nice, you want to spend less time in the kitchen and more time doing stuff you love. Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor now offers 30 meals per week so you can choose from a variety of new meals every week. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes faster than ordering a pizza. Just listen to some of their options. Vegan and veggie meals, low-calorie options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, Energy Bites plant-based bars and extra protein and veggie sides. I love Factor. I love what they're doing. Here's here's the reality is if you're looking to get healthy, if you're looking to like, you know, cut a little bit, it's your portions. Portions, portions, portions. When you shop for yourself and you cook for yourself, you end up making more than maybe you probably should even though you're probably trying to do the grilled chicken, trying to do the, you know, the, you know, low carb pasta. Factor is going to make sure they give you a beginning, middle, and end to your meal, and it's going to be delicious because they're making it with chefs better than you. So I, I want to give you some free money. Head to go.factor75.com. 
com slash this is this is a mouthful of a URL. Okay, let me just let me slow it down. Go dot factor seventy five dot com slash J train one twenty. Use code J train one twenty to get a hundred and twenty dollars off. Holy shit! <clears throat> so. The journey, you know, the juice is worth the squeeze, okay? Because this is a long URL, but if you get to the end of it, you're going to get $120. That's awesome. So go.factor75.com slash JTrain120. Use code JTrain120 to get $120 off. The code is going to be JTrain120 at go.factor75.com slash JTrain120 for $120 off. It's going to be in the notes of the episode so you can click that url use code jtrain120 for 120 dollars off okay here with michael roland the the minivan podcast the, in the minivan in the minivan yes Go sir at michael rolando are you ready to head in the lounge i'm so ready luxury lounge my mom is too social jared and guests my luxury lounge complaint is something that drives me insane nearly every time i talk to my mom on the phone she is extremely social and somehow i manage to always catch her while she is around other people without explaining to either myself or the people around her she will go back and forth between multiple conversations to the point where i'm usually waiting for five minutes while she wraps up whatever thought that Lori needed to hear while i was asking about what to do for dad's birthday it's infuriating she has done this my whole life and yet I still can't tell what she said was meant for me or someone else. Sincerely, Silent Son. What do you think? Holy so shit. this guy's mom is too social. Yeah. Anytime he's talking to her, she's talking to seven people at once. I see people like this in the street all the time where they're just like keeping up a FaceTime call mm. with somebody while they're doing other stuff. And I'm like, who who does this? It's the worst part of calling home. I yeah. totally understand that. I call home. Hey, mom, how you doing? She's going, where's the thing with the thing? And I'm like, are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking to us? No, I'm out. I'm playing golf. What? Elaine? And I'm like, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, and I don't think my mom understands that not answering is an option. Of course. Mom see kid calling, open up no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't, and then they got you. And you can't go, and you're sitting there. And it's like you're not gonna be like, click, fuck you, mom. You like, never you don't, do that. You, you never. You're never just like, hey, let's do this later. Sometimes she called me. My mom got COVID. Uh huh. And she, I called her. I'm like, hey, how you feeling? And right. she was going, being a good son. Being a good son. How you feeling? You know, it's just I have no strength. I just, it's just, I, I am really sick. And I go, you know, it's going to be better. Get some fluids. And, you know, this conversation already is a little downer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, ugh, I got to get off the phone. Like, I'm trying to live my life here. Right. And she's going, I just don't know. And then all of a sudden she starts going, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Coughing directly in my ear. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, and I just, I keep, and, I, and it's like, if I was coughing into the phone, I would go, I would, I would go, I'm sorry, let me call you back. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. mom, because she has me, ah! <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm like, can you at least, like, it almost is like she wants to let me know how sick she is. Ah! Like, it, it's like into she the turned phone. the speaker. Yeah, yeah, into, yeah. Ah! <laughs> ah, you know, and it's like it's like she's just trying to let me know you don't listen enough. <laughs> it's like I wanted, and I couldn't hang up. Like I'm gonna call. Uh, what if that was? What if she? Yeah, died? yeah. No, you're and you're I'm waiting. I'm waiting the whole time. <laughs> just the, and it got to the point where I started laughing because it was like seven minutes of like ah, and I go, why don't you call me back? She's like, ah, I don't know. Every time I call you, I'm I just start coughing. I think it's because I'm calling you. Ah, I'm like. <laughs> Get, then hang up <laughs> or like go like this like when i sneeze you know i get off the phone yeah, yeah yeah yeah. how much worse would it have been if she was doing all that but she was like at the grocery store like and can i oh please ring up the peas yeah like, are you wearing a go mask home, go home it's She's i was like social. i thought i was gonna get covid through the phone it was oh, really yeah. unbelievable but it's like i think what moms do is they love you so much that they just when you when you when they get you yeah they hold you oh yeah as an option because they don't want to let you go because they know you're gonna come back when you come back right so they're like oh let me talk to Lori and then I'll get you know oh yeah one second they they're like keeping you on the line yeah I would say my mom when she's out she just won't answer like I've called my mom yeah. 
because she's busy. She she has her own company, so like I'll call her and she'll be like, "I'm doing something," and then like she'll be like, "I'll call you back," and then just won't <laughs> that, <laughs> call me back. And I'm like, "All right." I get that too. It's in between. It's yeah. either you got me or nothing. Yeah. Like my mom will pick up the phone before the second ring. Yeah. And you're like, you, "Is it? Were you just like waiting for me to call? Like were you just staring at your phone? Like what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Hello." And I'm like. Like, like uh, it's either the most busy or the least busy. Right, and then right. the minute the phone gets picked up, we're all in. Like, everyone's involved. Yeah, yeah. Talking to my dad, talking to the grocery store, talking to me. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michael Rolando. At Michael Rolando underscore O. That's right. Oof. <laughs> we'll chase it eventually. Luxury Lounge. USB cube shortage. All the feathers to you and your guests. I have a luxury lounge complaint that I hope a lot of people can relate to, or maybe not, as I only wish this annoyance on my worst enemy. I feel like everything I order these days that needs to be charged or plugged into power does not come with an actual wall plug in anymore. Everything comes with a USB cable now, but there's usually not a cube or USB dock included. This means I have to spend extra money buying extra USB ports and docks and cubes, and usually I don't even know ahead of time that it's needed, so I don't even get to use the item that I ordered as soon as it gets there. I have to wait until the wall adapter I had to now order arrives so I can plug it into the power or charge the item. Well, I think you're being a little dramatic. I think I, I, this I, does feel a little dramatic. You have other things a USB cord could go into. I agree with the complaint. Sure. it's <laughs> The complaint is we have no cube that goes with the USB cord. And spending extra money, which is never... Always, always, always a valid complaint. Always. The issue is... Well, they write. Um, if I, why would things that uh, why would things like this come without being able to be plugged in? If I don't have an extra cube or adapter lying around, the only other thing in my house I can plug a USB cord into is my laptop and computer. And there's no way I'm going to be charging my electric toothbrush, single serve blender, kids' toys, or other things like that on my desk. Then on top of it, now I'm left with all these cords that can only be used to charge the one specific item it came with, and I have to keep track of it all. There has to be a better way. Please tell me. Other other people have noticed this. I am not crazy. Sincerely unplugged and short circuited. Okay. They're not crazy. Not crazy. Here's the problem with complaining is you gotta you can't go off the complaint cliff. Yeah. Because then no everyone backs away from you. Exactly. We need to create a small militia that agrees on one thing and one thing singularly, and it's that there's not enough wall docks that come with the USB cord. Right. That is the complaint. And what happens is and the real complaint and what they didn't mention and what they should mention is it's and, and they did mention it, that they don't want to like plug everything on their desk. Yeah. We we don't want to have to unplug one thing to right. plug in another. Right. So that's what happens is like you only got, you know, you have your one USB cord and you have to like, you know, you have to use it to do your phone, your 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 extra charger, your your AirPods, your headphones. Right. Right. And well, this is where it goes off the cliff for me is just the complaint. I order something off the internet it miraculously shows up at my door the next day and i can't use it immediately <laughs> and it's not even anything you can, new yeah. how many other things used to come and you're like oh shit it needs batteries and then you got to go buy yeah, the, batteries the, because they can unplug something else and plug it in immediately yeah. so that that's the thing we have to stay in the lounge things get changed from the lounge we've changed the world here we have a lot of things we've changed we cannot get down the road of of cartoon yes right because right. what happens is then you lose our singularity mm -hmm. our our because some of you, our validity our validity yeah you can so when you say like oh i get things in the mail and then i have to wait until the plug comes well you have another wall dock yes you do but have i would say they're not crazy at all because i notice this when i go to a hotel here's the problem the oh. real issue is that the usb wall there are not enough USBs in the wall. Right. We uh, to uh, they're basically assuming that the wall has both plug and USB. Mm -hmm. That that is behind. Our buildings are behind the USB usage. Right. You go to some of these hotels and it's either one or the other. It's either six USBs next to the bed and you're like on, on good the to lamp, go on the desk lamp on the somehow. desk lamp and then or it's nothing. Right. 
And you're like, we're in between. So I have to walk around with a satchel with every plug. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some hotels where I'm plugging in, everything's good to go. Right. And then there's other hotels where I'm like, I'm like the eight nights of Hanukkah. Like I gotta make sure I got enough oil to last throughout the week, and I can do one plug, and then I'll re- and then I'll re- replace the plug with my phone, and replace the plug with my USB, right, and replace right. the plug with my AirPods. And I'm really, I I mean, I have to hire an assistant to keep changing all the things that need to get charged over the course of the day. Of course. So this is an issue. It's we need the wall mount, the not the mount. We don't need the plug. We need the structure of America to change. And I think it will eventually, right? I mean, that's we're the heading that way, we, you know. But we need like the buildings to be all knocked out, like like this building, uh, you know, the plug here. I have bought. I'll show you. I bought a full on plug. This has it all. Yeah, so I have that, a power strip in my room with all the USB. And that's the thing. You have to. This is my adaption. My fucking to the world my bedside my bedside table came with like you know you plug it into the wall and then it's got two USB things sticking up out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is very helpful. Very helpful. The the, it is a form of luxury that we will not see as luxury ten years from now. Of course, every wall will have the USB. More and more pieces of furniture will have a USB connector piece Listen, to it. The I'll know the world is right the minute I can sit on the toilet. And I can plug my phone in from That's the right. toilet. That's where it needs to be plugged That's in. Where Let's needs. be honest. That's, That's really where you need juice. That's every, where you lose it. That's right. Every toilet should have one of those, like, like you know, the ones that reject. I look like I'm <laughs> whacking off, but I, yeah, but you know, like, a, like a, you can pull a thing and it goes, and, and then it, you pull it once and it pull fucking... it once and flies back <laughs> in. Yeah, the yeah. retractable cord should come right from the front of the toilet seat. And have all the options, mm-hmm. the you know, the Android, the Apple iPhone, you know, the Kohler unveils the next generate Shelby coming in from the cheap seats. Good we have catch. breaking news here on the luxury lounge. Kohler unveils their next generation Numi Comfort Height toilet with USB and Bluetooth enhancements. Oh my lord. We ask and we shall receive. Two years ago, Kohler introduced their state-of-the-art $6,400 new me toilet mechanism with a shitload, sorry, slew uh, of features that include an automatic opening and closing lid, a self-cleaning bidet with adjustable controls for temperature and water pressure, an illuminated panel, and even an integrated speaker system that connected to it. I would never leave this toilet. No. I would never. There's this no is reason. the height of luxury. It Here's starts the with the rich and it'll trickle down. It's going to trickle down. Yeah. We, this, first comes the 6400 version. Poor people have bidets now. That's right. You know? There's, there's the, we, I mean, they've sponsored this podcast. Really? We, yeah. We've, Dude, we, the, the attachment. It used to be the bidets were for the rich. Uh-huh. And then finally it worked its way down to us. We had an attachment. Like You're going to get that cord. That, that's when you know you're so living soon. in the future. That is, that is my version of the flying car. Let's hope that's self-cleaning too, like the bidet. Because that will build up some grime. That cord yeah, it's that gonna be rips gross. out. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. We're sponsored. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. Have you ever seen someone wearing a colorful pair of shoes and thought, dang, those are cute? They might have been Rothy's. Rothy's are the perfect shoe for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. Rothy's is known for their chic, pointed flats, but that's just the beginning. They have tons of iconic head-turning designs and bright but sophisticated colors. I have the Rothy's driving shoe. I have it in a gray camo. It is. It gets comments everywhere. People love them. I love them. They're comfortable. The minute you put them on, I don't wear socks with them. Didn't you know? No blisters. No nothing. Beautiful shoe. Comfortable. Great for a night out. Great in between work and all that stuff. So Rothy's work great with every outfit. Wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain for $20 off your first order. Woo, free money here with Michael Rowland at Michael Rolando underscore O. I like that you pitch it as free money. It's true. That's good. That's good. Do you want free money? I love free money. I got it for you. I'm just sitting here. Cash money with big bags with a dollar bill on the side. Hell yeah. Okay. Luxury Lounge, gross babies. Let's go. 
Jared. Feather, feather, I'm 25 years old and a lot of my friends are having babies. I am so sick of people posting pics of their newborn babies with all the gross birthing fluids on it. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm the only one who feels this way. I'm sure birth is a great experience, but seeing your baby with its <laughs> nasty crusties on my timeline is not a great experience. Please clean your baby off before showing them to the world. Rant over. What do you think? I respect it. For totally sure. Totally agree. Yeah. It's, I, people, it's that impulse to just share more than you need to. It's like, uh, yeah. Well, fucking- it's not an impulse. I, I I think this is very much a listen, this is the internet is the only things that get retweets are I hate yep. and I love. So everyone's trying to stand out. The bothersome part of this is like they gotta go grosser with the baby right. to get more attention for of the course. baby. Just having it swaddled isn't enough. That ain't getting you the likes you want. No. They got they they said, No, 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 I gotta go big. Throw some fucking mucus on this. That's Everyone right. spit on the baby. Doesn't like, matter not, if your baby's ugly or not. No, 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 once no. it's covered in your fucking innards. This is the thing. They want a, they want a shock. Uh-huh. Shock gets likes. Get shock likes. It's gonna end up on the for you page. And it's like I don't understand. This is the problem. I get when a company's like hashtag, you know, babies, and they're trying to like pop off on the. Or I get when a comic is like hashtag stand up comedy, so that you end up on a for you page and you get a new fan. I don't understand the need to outdo people when you're just normal everyday Joe or Jim. Yeah, when you're sitting there going, no, everyone, everyone get everyone get some mucus together, spit on the baby. We need it wetter. We gotta, <laughs> spit, this spit thing. on it. Yeah. No. Good, yeah. That's Good. right. Yeah, we gotta really make this baby pop on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, what are we talking about? This is, but this is the thing. This is, this is where, this is a natural progression. This isn't, this is about everyone's trying to get likes. Everyone's trying right, to pop right. off. Everyone wants their baby to get the attention that they think it deserves. And the only way to get it is if this baby is just soaking wet with placenta. Of course. That's the, that's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Shock and awe, baby. That's right. And we're doing it with babies. We're doing it with, do- you know, I, you see pictures like, you know, I saw a picture on Instagram. It was someone's like dog that was dead. And you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, you could have just put up a nice picture of the dog living its best day. It's, I mean, I, I, yeah, I've seen some stuff on Instagram where I was like, oh man, especially with the baby stuff where I was like, you didn't need to, we can, you didn't need to do this. I, yeah. And, and I understand like everyone posts for them. Right. You know, I get that. But then you go, I guess I'll keep scrolling. Like, right. you know, and, and I, I kind of feel where this guy's saying, this person, whoever they are, is like, you know, I, I've, they said, I feel like no one else is saying anything. You're not allowed to say anything. No. You, no, 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 no. You can't be Mr. Miserable. Hey, clean up that baby before you post it. Yeah, because then you're just a person that doesn't celebrate life. You're I guess. anti-baby. You're anti-baby, yeah. which isn't good. These are the conversations having... We have, you know, loudly in the lounge, we have these conversations that are had in the alleys. <laughs> these are, by, by the these dumpsters. Are, yeah, these are the whispers in the street that yeah. we make you feel normalized for. Right, right. Because there are, I am looking at the baby going, well, that's a fucking wet baby. I had a friend, Babies. someone so. just posted a picture of their newborn, and I'm looking at the picture, and I'm like, and I'm looking at the guy, I go, wow, look at that forehead. And then I send it to like four friends, and like the first thing I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was, like, I was like, thank God. I love it. I, I, you know, you feel the internet makes you feel connected and alone at the right. same time. And like, then you go to the group chat, and you're like, Phew. I just love the idea because Instagram will show you how many people have shared your picture. Mm. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, wow. Look at all these people sharing it. It's yeah. just a group chat with like big ass forehead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a portion of your shares is shit talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Luxury lounge complaint. Father in law won't stop humming. Ooh, interesting. Thank you for everything you do. I have an in law complaint, and my friend, also a longtime listener, and I knew we had to bring it to you specifically, both for validation and advice. My in laws were visiting last weekend, and I kid you not when I say that my father in law hummed loudly and melodically for the entire weekend, 24 7, no breaks, except for when he was eating and talking. So you can imagine I served lots of food and and interjected with random questions during any millisecond of silence. I frequently had to leave the room, hide in closets, etc., just to get a moment of peace and quiet. Here's the thing when I brought it up to my husband after they left, he looked confused and said, huh? 
Didn't notice that. Oh, oh I, that's grounds for divorce. And then he changed the subject. This is bewildering to me. This would be horrible for anyone to endure, but to add insult to injury, I have mis- I have mis- misophonia, a condition in which individuals experience intense anger when they are confronted with certain sounds made by other human beings. Oh, shit. So, like, you hear chewing and you get angry? Yeah, you, yeah, or yeah. you're like viscerally like affected by it. Misophonia. I've never heard of that. Is there anything I can do about this? Or do I have to endure this humming-filled life? Please help. Love an angry hummingbird. Damn. I think it's hilarious that the son didn't recognize it. Just because he's probably grown up around it his whole life and it's just fucking white noise to him. Right? It's like when the, uh, the, uh, the, the smoke alarm beep has been on for yeah, so yeah, long yeah, yeah. that you forget it even exists. Exactly. It becomes a part of your daily life. What do they do? I do feel bad for. I mean, no, this is horrible. It this is. is, and because again, you have to be respectful to your elders. Of course, it's your and he's trying to dad. denote that he's enjoying himself. Usually, humming it comes with happiness. It, yeah. yeah, it does. I sometimes I'll do stuff like that in my apartment. I don't be egregious with it, but it's just like a little signal to your roommates, like, "Hey, I'm I'm in a good mood." Yeah, and you, you know? are turn off the music. You're that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, you're yeah. against shh. humming, hey, shh, shh. No one wants to be the librarian. But I mean this amount of humming. I mean, what happens if he's watching TV? What happens if if you're on a phone call? He's just over there fucking humming the whole time? I have one solution, two solutions. She says that he there he's humming the entire weekend, no breaks except for when he is eating and talking. So what the fuck? I'd start humming in the silence. Yeah. I'd continue the hum. So you think he what he like recognizes? Well, like, oh, uh, I, maybe he gets a. Now we're all singing, so he's going. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. was thinking, mm-hmm. and then you do you yeah. copy him, <laughs> 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 and he'll be like, "I'm talking to you." He'll be like, "Oh, I was oh, just yeah. continuing your." It's hum. weird. Yeah, it's weird how you would. When I talk, you hum. Yeah, so I thought I this know. was like the game. What the problem is? You gotta go. I think this is one of those things where the solution is to be as crazy as him. Yeah, you have to reflect. You have to I'm mirror. Bad. So maybe you hum with him. Maybe you hum when the silence starts. You keep. You know. You extend the hum. What do you think would happen if she was just like, "Hey, um, it really bothers me how much you hum." You can't be bothered by it. Okay, I think because if you go bothered. You don't like music? Yeah, you don't like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just happy. I'm just a happy-go-lucky guy. Right. I would go, I think there's another way to go, hey, what song are you humming? Okay. What song are you doing? Yeah. What? Well, you're humming. I wanted to know what song it was. I loved the tune. I thought I, thought I recognized it. But then I would be worried about uh, spur- spurring him on and making him be like, oh, you like that? Well, <laughs> like you get well at least with you it? can see where this is coming from. Like, right, right. You know, and then... There's an ending to it because now it's been acknowledged as like, I can hear this. Yeah. So you go, you know, because the husband is no help. The husband has proven himself no help. He is a wuss. He yeah. is opting out of this. He, he hears it. He's just like, I'm not exactly. telling my dad to stop humming. He's Maybe he was even life. self-conscious about it when he was a kid. Totally. And like all my friends worked, used to make fun of it. He's moved past it. <laughs> they called him Spencer the Hummer. They've had a big heart to heart about it. He's been like, why do you hum so much? He's like, I have to. I, yeah. Well, this, this is, I think sometimes when you understand it, you're okay with it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She thinks, you know, and I understand she has this uh, misophonia. Misophonia? Misophonia. Something like that. But I think once you get it, you go, oh, okay. Yeah. But I think once he is told, what's the song? You go, because if he's like, I don't notice it. Yeah. Then no one notices it. I wonder if he's doing it to just like avoid his own thoughts. So maybe my approach would be like, Hey, Bill, you ever think about death? And then, <laughs> you know, and then that sort of cuts it yeah. for a second. I mean, this guy, this is his therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> why are you humming? Well, I'm just trying to stop thinking of the war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I listen to music so I don't have to be with my thoughts. Of course. I listen right. to, that's why people listen to this podcast. Of We're course. helping someone. You know, how about you suggest the podcast to this father-in-law? Hey, man. Yeah, get some uh, It seems like you're humming because you're fucking sad. Yeah. Do you want some antidepressants or a podcast? But you can't. Yeah, you can't be the person that shuts down. You can't you, shit on people's baby photos. You can't keep somebody from humming that's no. in a good mood because then you're an asshole. I hate music means I am a crazy person. Yeah, because I'm no like, fun. People say to me, they're like, "Oh, you like music?" I'm like, 
I'm like I'm just I'm not like a big fan of any band. I don't have like right. a like a taste in music. I and I I go on this like long-winded explanation every time they bring it up where I'm like, "No, I like music. Like that'd be insane for me to like not like music, yeah. but it's like I just don't have a taste for it." Right, right. You know, it's not like I'm like I know every Beatles song. It's not like I like I could put on the the local Kiss station, whatever the top forty is, and be yeah. like, "This is pretty good." Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I do. someone who doesn't like food. It's not that they don't like food; it's that they don't care right about the food. And I care about music. I don't really care about food. That's I eat the same shit like fair. every day, mm -hmm. and I try to make it. And if I'm at a nice restaurant, yeah, of course I enjoy it. Exactly. But I'm not going out of my way. I That's not what I spend my money on. Totally agree. It's yeah. the same. It is the same thing. Wow. For me yeah, with I've actually not heard that that explanation before, and that makes perfect sense to me because i love music and sometimes i'm like why doesn't everybody yes and, and i no, this makes perfect it, sense you know it's like like i even get in a position where i'm like i don't know i want to listen to music and i go right, i don't right. even know what the fuck i would put on yeah i want to cook but i'm like ah what where 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 to start j, i'll make eggs again j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com we're here with michael roland at michael rolando underscore o in the minivan that's the podcast Luxury Lounge, paid to do nothing. Jared, love the pod. It's been getting me through these long-ass work days where I have literally nothing to do. Mm. I, work in the I work in the animation industry. It's a skill-based industry, hard to get into, and it could be a lot of work. But I genuinely love the work and the creative problem-solving. I'm lucky to have had a great jumpstart into my career and worked hard to become a highly sought-after animator despite having less than three years' experience. Wow, wow. love it. Fast forward to today, I was hired at a large feature animation studio on a movie I really love and being paid six figures. Woo. The issue, I have absolutely nothing to do. My work has been put on hold for seven weeks now. I am waiting for a different department to go back and make fixes. I can't help but feel guilty with my high salary and all my coworkers around me working overtime since we are nearing the project deadline. I can't, I can't fully enjoy this time off since I have to be available all day in case there is an update with my shot. I'm so darn bored and frustrated. Honestly, having work, having time and Honestly, having nothing to do at all is stressing me out more than having too much work to do. Friends around me keep get it, keep telling me to just enjoy this time and play video games or go on a nice walk, and I just want to scream into the void. I genuinely want to work on this movie. What is the point of working on a big feature film if I have nothing to show for it? Give me some damn work. Ooh, I got a lot about this one. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I think this is the nature of one of those jobs. I have mm. people with, I have friends with higher paying jobs, and there's times where you have a ton to do and there's times where you have nothing to do. hurry up and wait yeah and you don't have to use that time doing bullshit you don't have to do video games you can do stuff that enriches you that's well that's part of the problem to me is yeah. someone goes well write the next american novel and right, you go right. now nah, i gotta fucking write the next american right. novel like I, I can't and then you're like why what's wrong with me i have nothing that i can do i, right, I have right. nothing to show for all this extra time yeah so it becomes stressful i can totally understand for what this sure. person also the day moves quicker when you're busy of course when you've got things to do you, first of all i eat less mm -hmm. i'm more productive mm -hmm. i'm walking more i got things to do and you feel good you, you end the day feeling <clears throat> like oh yeah. yeah this is what pushes people to a drug problem yeah anytime or I humming see the, the humming yeah. or the, the or no nothing to do anytime i see a a like a a do-it-yourself checkout, the self-checkout. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is a that used to be a human being. Yeah, that is now under a bridge doing drugs, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> this person is in the same position. Right, like right. this person is in this position where they're like, I could play video games, I could have a drink, I can't help. Think I could go it, get no, some heroin. You, you know, like <laughs> when the, the options are slim. But there could be, and you can learn any. Sometimes I want people to be more imaginative about mm. how they use their time because you can literally, I mean, obviously you the have to be on call, you... but it's like, yeah, you can do so much with it if you if you choose to. But time is a luxury, and yeah, you can't fully relax. But I I can't help feeling like you can find something worthwhile. Yeah, I don't know. That's also the problem. 
is like, well, what did you do with your free time? Yeah, 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 yeah. I and that was the big question out of quarantine. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah, I guess a language would be a suggestion. Sure. Read a book. But all those always, sound boring to me. I'd rather be on fucking Instagram scrolling, looking at a baby with hey, mucus on it. do something for that too, man. I mean, shit. I like to if I were this person, I'd start drawing. They're an Is animation, right? Let's 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 get some doodles up on Instagram and start drawing wet babies and shit. Ooh. Like, I don't know. The world needs more beauty and art and fun and interesting. And this person has the ability, ability. to put it out there. Yeah, and I'm 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 guess I'm curious what movie they're working on. I mean, that's a as far as problems. If it's, go, it's one a good of the problem. Minions movies, I I had this realization the other day. Minions. Have been around my whole life. No, oh, have they, dude? Where did they I come into? The, there were the, there. I saw that movie. Grew. What what is it called? The Despicable Me. Despicable Me. When Despicable Me came out, I go, "Well, this is a fucking bomb." Yeah. And then Minions became a thing. Yeah, they did. And then I'm like, I I don't get it. I don't think I've seen any of these movies, but I love the idea of minions. I, I think they're cute. I think they're funny. And I'm always happy to see them. They're Russian, I think. They have like an accent. I I, I just can't believe. I just can't believe that minions will be around. Like I'll be on my deathbed and minions will still be okay, around. Okay, so maybe she, they don't write the next great American novel, but they could do the next minion. I they mean, can, they're work, maybe they're the working wheelhouse. on the minions. Maybe. I I... I <laughs> I just can't believe they lasted this long. I don't know how. They really right? caught on. They're everywhere. They are. I still see them. They're in memes. Always happy to see one of the guys. They're funny in memes. They are. I, I, I think, isn't there like a Minion Land? Isn't, isn't I'm there sure. a, it's Nickelodeon. a theme park they, that's, that's built around Minions or some shit? I, well, there was Pixar, and right. that was the original, like... Pixar movie mm -hmm. and then this other animation studio came in and I was like Ugh, I can't even look at that it always looked different to me right and they are a part of that group okay. and I think that's like Nickelodeon Universal Studios they like they have their own right on version of Pixar Pixar who did Pixar used to be partnered they're, with they're Dream? Disney oh Disney they're okay. still yeah jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Glass shower doors. Ooh, I'm listening. Jared Feather Feather, your biggest fan from Pittsburgh, PA, is coming to you for a luxury issue complaint. I was visiting my twin sister who lives out of state, and she and my brother-in-law graciously hosted me at her brand new home while I was in town. Their master bedroom has a full bathroom complete with a large shower that has glass walls and a door. Before I showered, my sister asked me to squeegee the glass when I was done. To prevent the buildup of soap scum and to keep the glass looking spotless, I said okay and hopped in the shower. Upon my entering, I saw two squeegees for the glass that I was supposed to use when I was done. I mean, <laughs> this is an insane ask. <laughs> when you is. work at the gas station, you get done, you're gonna be naked. <laughs> like you gotta do the whole thing. This is crazy. Is. You're naked. A, Can such you imagine a weird ask. I don't want to touch industrial items when I'm naked. Not at all. I don't want to be squeegeeing. I don't want to change a tire. I don't, I don't want, want my luxury to give me more work. No. A nice, luxurious shower where I... And oh, no. I love a glass door. It keeps the heat in. I hate the curtain. Oh, the curtain yeah. touches you. It feels like it's just this like... It's gross. Moist, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like fucking thing that... Yeah, it's just gross. Yeah. And the squeegee is... This isn't... Yeah, you, it's like it's like solving a mouse problem with a cat. Now yeah. you got a cat problem. Like solving the 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 glass problem with a squeegee problem. Now I'm I'm a janitor. Yeah, I get, every time I shower in your home, I feel like it adds just a subtle feeling of uncleanliness to yourself after you've just cleaned yourself. Absolutely, off. you're picking up something. Yeah. She said, "I said okay," and hopped in the shower upon my entering. Two squeegees for the glass that I was supposed to use when I was done. I'm all for helping when I'm a guest in their home. Of course. But bending over while butt-ass naked and freezing to squeegee all glass walls and a door before I exit to dry off is annoying. I totally agree <laughs> it's annoying. Why don't these expensive showers have a better way to keep them clean without using a squeegee after every use? I'll keep my 1980s tile in my bathroom. At least I don't have to squeegee that after every use. Yeah. Thank you for the laughs and a safe place to air grievances. Every use? I mean, every use of the shower? Shower? Well, this is the thing. You were not ready to have glass doors in your shower. If you don't have the ability to clean 
the house properly or hire someone to come in and clean the house properly, yeah. then you don't have the ability to have a shower with a glass yeah, door. You don't go to dinner if you can't tip. That's right. Yeah. And this is this is what they're doing. They're going, well, we don't want to have a housekeeper come in every week. So instead, here are your rubber gloves. Here is your squeegee. Enjoy your shower. Also, what? you could clean the toilet when you're, when you're done with the shower. Yeah. But it's like, this feels like something you could do once a week. It's not every use. This is, this is the point. They don't want to do it once a week. It's yeah. their guest shower. So they don't want to hire a housekeeper. Right. So they're saying, we'll hire a housekeeper once a month. And in between, anyone who uses the shower, here's your squeegee. Here's your, you know, your soap. <laughs> here's, I wonder, you know. This feels like a Miyagi thing. I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe they were a bad guest in the past and they were like, they're like, no, I'll, I'll be a good guest. And it's like this little test. They're like, yeah, you can stay here, but... Every time you have to squeegee the shower, and you're they, just like, they get to the house on their bed is laid out a janitor's <laughs> yeah. costume and please enjoy your sponges stay. and yeah I don't know I don't want to work at a gas station no. I, this is the equivalent the master bedroom they gave her the master bedroom I don't know is this the well maybe they uh, I was in, their master bedroom has a beautiful bathroom complete with large oh before I shower. Why is she showering in her the master bedroom? I don't know. That's that's a weird part. This feels like yeah they they can't afford the home. Well, they they're mad at her for wanting to use their shower. Yeah, so they're like clean it up. Like, I think that to me, I'm using the other shower. I'm not using right. the man. I don't want to see what's going on in someone else in my you know my brother's master shower. Right, I don't right, need right. to be in there. There's two issues at foot. They shouldn't, and listen, I can't imagine being in a marriage where my wife is like, did you squeegee? And I'll be like, I, I don't even Jesus. know if I wipe myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rowland, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Is this Always good? A pleasure. This is fantastic. Hell I will yeah. go follow Michael at Michael Rolando underscore O um, in the minivan. That's the podcast. Get subscribed. Yeah. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep telling your friends. Spread the word. We'll be back next week. Boom.